This is an explicit podcast. It is an unsafe space where we make jokes about anything, everything, and everyone. So I'm going to need you to assume every single trigger warning. That means if you're very religious or if you're very woke, this podcast is not recommended for you. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, you beautiful fucks, and welcome and welcome to the comedy podcast. That's what we do. Sexy jazz music. Yeah, the welcome to the comedy podcast. Enjoy the show, you beautiful fucks. Wahai. Wahai semua bangsat yang disayangi. Welcome to episode number 237 of the comedy podcast. Commentary! On Friday, 29th October 2021. Hello. Apa khabar dengan kau? Baik eh? Baik, Alhamdulillah. Good for you. Oh man, do I have some news for you guys. Malaysia. We always got drama about two things. Eh? Dua perkara yang kita ada banyak drama. Uh, adalah uh, perkara orang putih. Orang penjajah. Terdahulu. Uh, dan uh, benda yang uh, sensitif lah. How do you say sensitive? Uh, pedas? No. <laughs> Bukan pedas. That's spicy. Uh, terasa eh. Uh, perkara yang terasa lah ya. Yeah. Uh, terutamanya uh, tentang tajuk-tajuk uh, agama. Uh, uh, tajuk-tajuk uh, arak lah. Yes, today I will cover uh, some uh, some uh, angry white lady and uh, the gift that keeps on giving, uh, Tima. Okay, I don't, I, I don't know if you guys saw the viral video of the white lady. Uh, who was fucking hot, uh, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> David Harris, she's a human being. Do you always have to sexualize people? No, I don't. Um, is it sexualizing people to call them super attractive? Maybe I can just appreciate her form uh, before I start shitting on her personality. Um Is that so bad? Maybe it is. Maybe I need to be educated. I don't know. It's the problem with men, okay? Let me tell you about men. Men, they only see me as a piece of meat. They only want to fuck me. They don't care about what's inside. Uh, but if you're this white bitch in KLCC, Dior, uh, what's inside is also not nice. So I don't know what to do about that. If you're a horrible person, can I sexually objectify you? I have... I have a feeling the answer is no. Uh, <laughs> I'm learning as I go, people. Please uh, heed the warning in the beginning of uh, the the episode. Anyway, uh, as usual, I did zero research. I just watched the video and I'm going to show up here uh, and just rant about it. Uh, Taylor, I don't know if you saw this or not, uh, but it, it was just this white lady Uh, lining up outside the Dior and then there was uh, a Chinese he looked Chinese I'm sorry if I'm assuming but he lo- a Chinese looking gentleman was in a suit uh, outside uh, telling her she cannot go in because she's not wearing a mask first of all if a shop can hire a Chinese doorman you know that place is fancy correct or not 
Betul ke salah? Huh? You walk around Summit USJ. Do they have Chinese doormen? No, they got the Indonesians. Nothing wrong with Indonesians. I love Indonesians. I love the BB. It's just that these, uh, the, the, these uh, oh boy, should I finish this sentence? I will do it. Uh, the the Chinese uh, service people, they tend to, they tend to be able to command a premium for their services. Lah. Let's put it that way. Their salaries tend to be higher, way higher than my Bangladeshi brethren. That's for sure. You cannot put a Bangladeshi in front of Dior. Okay? Then the Datin Datin will go there. Ada Muhammad Bangla kat situ. Benda ni, Dior, Dior. Betul ke ori ke? <laughs> you lazy Malay fucks cannot say original. Ori. Ori. Ni ori ke tak? Aku rasa tak ori. Uh, yeah. So, I guess the the next level would... Oh, I hate that this is true, guys. I'm just saying facts and I hate that it's true. But if you had like a white person in front of your shop welcoming people in, that... Then, then, then your shop must be like them at the at the ter ter atas, ter paling atas. Betul ke salah? Can this is something we need to fix? All right. I want I want Bangladeshis in every Louis Vuitton in this country. Can we do that? And then we send the white people to McDonald's. You know the fuck standing in front, scanning your head, looking like they hate their job. Can we put the white people there, please? That's right. Thank you. I've been on this rant so many times. Aku, aku orang atasan sikit lah, uh, separuh sindiran. I'm half sarcastic, I guess. I had an international school upbringing and there were all these white teachers coming here and then it would make the parents scream, you know, like, oh, yeah. Oh, foreign education. Oh, oh, oh. Just like, like, it's the shit lah to have someone who's like white teaching you shit. Teaching your children shit. Oh, they're going to learn how to be proper. Oh. And to be honest, it's nonsense. There are very few white teachers who come here who are good. They exist, but I'm telling you, are very fine, few between. Most of them are here because either they cannot make it over there or where they're from, whatever white country they're from, or they come here. I want to find myself. I want to travel and broaden my horizon, see the world. They treat it like a fucking holiday. Yeah. And a lot of them don't take their work fucking seriously. And then they come. And uh, everything I said so far, I believe in. And then after this, everything I say after this is a bit of conjecture. Okay. I just get the vibe that when they're teaching us, you know, the non-white children, there's a part of their brains that's like, you're all dumb fucks. It just just a small part of them that looks at us as subhuman almost, you know, as they read our broken English essays and uh, so on and so forth. No complaints when they look at our mathematics exam papers, though. They're like, oh shit, these people are good. But when it comes to the essays, they're like, oh. Um, what was the point I was trying to make? The point was this, people. Okay, most of the white people that come here to teach, they're not the cream of the crop. They're just, uh, fuck it, I'm going to go here kind of people. And with that attitude, you compare them to the Malaysian teachers uh, who tend to be, again, we have some shitty Malaysian teachers. Yeah, just the shit of the, if the shit could shit, uh, that's some of the teachers. Okay. They're not even good enough to be shit, but the shit of the shit, especially PE teachers for some reason. (laughs) 
why why do all PE teachers look like they want to kill themselves? Um uh God, that was a dark joke. Uh but yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh I was talking about Dior. How did I get here? I'm here now. Okay, let me just finish that point. Yeah. Uh I guess I, I think I know where this is coming from. This rant is coming from the fact that a lot of white people come here and feel like they're they are the shit. Okay? And let me be honest, I think there was a time and place. Wait, the place is Malaysia. I think there was a time where you can come here and get away with that shit. Okay? Everyone wants to suck your dick. They will line up, suck your dick, give you preferential treatment in the restaurants, in the Dior's and the whatever, the Louis Vuitton's. Hmm? You will get preferential treatment when you apply to the prestigious schools, you know, the international schools that have a quota or whatever, so that they can take pictures of your white children and put it on all their advert, their brochures and their and their billboards and their flyers just to be like, look, the school is diverse. We have white children. Oh. There was a time and place. But the world is changing and Malaysia is changing and we are getting tired of your entitled asses, your entitled light-skinned buttholes. All right? We're tired of it. You come in front of our Dior stores without your mask when the government has already said everyone was, must wear masks. Now, whether or not masks are even uh, helpful, that's a whole nother topic. Uh, from my understanding, the double masking seems to work. But from what I can see, the only people double masking are the paranoid aunties. Uh, they're mostly aunties, let's be real. And they, they're mostly Chinese. And uh, some I've seen some men double mask. Uh, but it's mostly Chinese aunties. I think you'll uh, agree with me. Totally empirical. But yeah, you, you come in front of Dior. Uh, I, I don't know what she said exactly, but this was the vibe, okay? I'm a white You That was the sounds. I mean... I was in public. I didn't really hear what she said, but it sounded like that, like the sounds I just made. And the and the poor Malaysian Chinese fellow outside the shop is like, Madam, sorry, like, Madam, just come. Madam, you can, Madam, mask, mask, Madam, mask. She's being very nice about it, but... Uh, at the end of the day, oh, oh, I think, I think he got a bit afraid because there, there was a second guy that came and the second guy was a Malay guy. When there's a problem, you call the big Malay guy. <laughs> I remember, man, when I was younger, uh, the bouncers, they tended to, you know what? I'm not going to finish that story. Uh, that might implicate me in some shit. All right. So th this white lady became fucking viral and, you know, to be honest, I hate, I kind of hate that I feel this way, but I felt so satisfied and vindicated when the Malaysian Twitter bullies descended upon this woman, the Malaysian horde. Why didn't we descend when the Portuguese came to take Malacca? 
Or when the Japanese came, I don't know, okay, to be fair, the Japanese came with tanks, maybe, maybe I shouldn't touch that. But then we asked the British to come back? Come on! Why, why aren't we standing up for ourselves? I forgot the point I was trying to make, but oh yeah, the Twitter thing. Yeah, the Malaysians got so angry at her. And uh, yeah, I think I can unequivocally proclaim that enough of this white privilege bullshit. We are done with it. Fuck that and fuck you, lady, for acting like you are the shit. Disclaimer, I'm not actually judging her. Honestly, this is just me rants for comedies, for lulls, for laughs. I don't know her story. I don't know what. There, there could be a set of circumstances that justifies her behavior. I don't know. Maybe she was wearing an invisible mask made by white people. Yeah, that's bullshit. A Harry Potter mask, perhaps. Ooh. <laughs> Lame. All right, all right, all right. Uh, how, how long have I been talking? Let me check. 13 minutes. It is now time for some podcast love. Hello, you beautiful fucks. Did you enjoy today's episode so far? If you did, thank you so much for hanging out. As a lot of you might know, I am no longer on TikTok. So there's no advertising for this podcast. The only way I can grow is if you recommend this podcast to your friends. One of the best ways you can do that is to just take a screenshot of this episode right here. You can uh, upload it to your Instagram story. And tag me at the comedy podcast underscore while you are there. Guys, listen to questions. It's dry in this bitch. All right? It's fucking dry like Tima's pussy. Uh, because she hasn't married yet. It's dry like Tima's pussy. And I need some I need some liquidation in my inbox, guys. So go ahead and uh, Instagram at the comedy podcast underscore. Send me any of your listener questions. I would love to address them on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to your listener questions, you beautiful fucks. And now, back to the episode. And now on to the topic. Uh, the gift that keeps on giving. Tima. Tima made the Twitter headlines once again. Made people very angry. I'm going to catch some people up on the facts, which even I'm not sure about. But basically, the story goes like this. There's this alcohol called Tima. All right. And uh, on the logo, there's a picture of a man with a big beard wearing, a, I think it's called a kopia, a, a hat that Muslims tend to wear. And uh, first of all, they assume that that guy is Muslim. Anyone can have a beard and wear a kopia, okay? I see where they're coming from, but I feel like they're just judging the guy. Okay. His name, the guy, the, the, the name of the guy in the logo might be Tima. Maybe he's trans. Did you think about that? That's food for thought. You bigoted bitch. Anyway, uh, Tima sounds like the name Fatima, which is uh, the name of a lot of Muslim women. And uh, I made a joke about this previously, didn't I? Like they were afraid. Uh, who's they? They being a lot of Islamic NGOs and politicians, people and ministers, our MPs, have been very, a lot of them have been mad. Lah. They were like, Mana boleh, ummah. They're saying the drink might confuse the people, you know, Muslims who believe in Islam, who believe that alcohol should not be consumed. They look at the bottle, they see a Muslim looking guy, the name Timah. 
And they be like, aku ni, ni, I can drink this, is it? Oh, it says alcohol, but there's a Muslim guy, so I must be able to drink because I have no brain cells. I have one or two, but this drink should take care of those. Um, so the latest news is that one MP, and there was an MP, I forgot her name because again, I do no research for this podcast. Uh, she talked about it in Parliament. And I quote, she said that in Parliament, she, it's recorded in time memoriam in the Hansards now, so she cut right away from this. She said that drinking Tima is like drinking Malay women. Here is a politician that cares about the people's consumption. When you buy alcohol, what do you want? You want the alcohol, right? You want the buzz, buzz. She says drinking tima is like drinking Malay women. First of all, that's not good because the alcohol content of Malay women is very low. So you're not getting a big bang for your buck. I tracked the price of a tima bottle. It was uh, a few hundred. Okay, if you're going to pay that much for a bottle, you want to get the alcohol content. But if it's like drinking Malay women, you're not. You're, you're hardly drinking any alcohol. The only alcohol there is on the, the hands when they use hand sanitizer. This is so lame. Um... Uh, yeah, so, and then, and then, drinking tima is like drinking Malay women. Last I checked, cannibalism is not allowed in Malaysia. We do not allow people to consume other people, not even oral sex. You don't believe me? Go check the penal code. Oral sex is not allowed. You are not allowed to orally sex your, your husband or wife. There's nothing against swallowing semen though. So technically what you could do, right, is fuck your wife. It has to be your wife. You could fuck your wife and just as you're about to uh, come, you pull out and aim inside her mouth and you got to make sure her lips are not touching your cock because that's a no-no. And then you can come in her mouth and she can swallow, but the whole time she can't put her lips on your dick, okay? Let's get that, let's get that right out of the way. So that you know what not to do. Uh, this applies to non-Muslims too, by the way, the oral sex thing. It's fascinating. And uh, what's happening? Oh yeah, on Twitter, everyone's just making fun of this. The, in, the very impressive thing about this is that she's not part of the current conservative administration. No, she's part of the opposition. She's a Pakatan Harapan MP. She's from PKR. The, the opposition. They're supposed to be more liberal. But no, I don't know why she's doing this. Does she believe that people are so stupid that they will confuse the drinks? I made this joke before. I'll make it again. Okay, cheers. Bismillah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she just doesn't think Malay people are smart enough to use their own discernment, essentially. Kind of makes me think, you know, like they're all the same. It doesn't matter. They're all fuckers from both sides. Either they think you're fucking stupid or they're trying to win some brownie, halal, brownie points. 
They're trying to win brownie points from the Rakia. They're trying to, you know, PKR. They're trying to get the Malay vote as much as they can. So maybe they'll say some things. I don't know if what she said is true. It, like whether she really believes it or not. I have no idea. I'm just exploring the motives with you. But either way, it's kind of fucked up lah. Look, I think Malay people understand that they shouldn't drink alcohol and they should understand that, uh, you know, feelings are feelings. Get over it lah. So, uh, that's another bad take from me. Uh, <laughs> you're not you're not coming here for expert political and religious commentary. Let's be clear about that. All right, guys, we're gonna wrap this up real quick. We're gonna do a quick listener question. All right. Okay. Quote: Once you are done with your well-deserved break, you should talk about the people who say they want to leave the country, that they can't wait to leave the country and so on, ruining patriotism. I don't know. Maybe you can get a few minutes discussing that. Thank you so much for your question. Let me ask you something. So it's, it's I might be assuming things, but it sounds like this person who wrote into me has these feelings that these people who are complaining about Malaysia all the time, saying they want to leave, they're bitches and they're ruining patriotism. Well, let me ask you something, buddy. If you have a partner and in your mind and in your perception, that partner keeps fucking with you, tells you not to drink or eat certain things. Let's say you are queer, transgender, and that partner who says they love you, but they're like, no, that's wrong. Don't do that. What if your partner doesn't let you be free? What if your partner punches you in the face, kicks you in the crotch, Shoves, uh, shoves questionable things in your butt. Uh, are you going to stay with that partner? If the partner is emotionally abusive, are you going to stay with that partner? The answer is probably uh, no. Correct or not? So these people who are complaining about Malaysia, I'm, I'm not saying they have genuine grievances. I'm saying they feel like they have genuine grievances and you need to understand you cannot expect human beings to be logical all the time people live with their emotions all right we are beings of emotions forget this idea that everyone can think rationally look at the fucking timah people correct or not logically of course people will know it's not the it's not a, it's not something you can drink but it's the feelings they just don't like to be terasa so are you are you with me there are you with me when i say that people live their lives through emotions. So if people feel like they're miserable here, let them fucking leave. They, they're not ruining patriotism for you. They're ruining patriotism for themselves. The people who are patriotic are going to stay patriotic and the people who hate the country are going to hate the country. You're not going to change their minds. You are never going to change their minds. It's just now that they have Twitter. What are you going to do? You're going to ban them from criticizing the country? That's some Hitler shit. Yeah, we don't want to go there. We don't want this kind of censorship. People should be free. Yeah, and to some extent, criticizing your country is an act of patriotism, is it not? Hmm? It's because you're saying, I want this country to be better. This podcast is an act of patriotism. <laughs> All right. So let them be, I would say. I'm not like them. I just want to put that on the record. I, lo I love Malaysia. Uh, on the balance, I love it here. I want to stay here. And I understand that people want to leave. Because look at it in their perspective. They can, depending on what you work as, uh, in a lot of places you can earn more. 
the drawback the drawback is uh, they might not treat you well. You'll always feel like an immigrant. Yeah, but that that choice is up to them. Maybe, maybe they don't know better, or maybe they do know, and they're like, "Fuck it, that's better than here." Maybe some of them are transgender. You know, some of them want to live their lives to have their silicone boobies, to have their penises cut off, to have penises attached. They, those people can have really hard lives here. But if they go to Australia, they can be more or less free. There's a lot of white men over there who would love to play with silicon boobs while sucking a dick, you know? So they want to find those people. You can find them here. I'm sure there are plenty of Malay religious fucks who want to play with silicon boobies while sucking a dick. But you could go to jail for that. For reals. Some people want to eat pork and drink alcohol freely, even though the law says they can't. And they feel like, I want to be free to live my own life, you know? Some vagina owners want to lick other vaginas. And they can do that overseas. Some people are all about the money. Salaries here are terrible. Let me tell you one truth about Malaysia, all right? Malaysia is a great place to live if you're a rich fucking tycoon. To be fair, that's true about a lot of places. But let me tell you where it's not necessarily true. Like if you go to Sweden or UK, if you're fucking rich, right? They tax, they, they tax everything. It's really hard for you to pass down a lot of your wealth down. You can pass it down, but it's going to disappear over the generations because it just gets taxed to death, Right? Makes more sense to just chill out, make a decent living, and just live a simple life in one of these developed countries. So, if you look at the middle class and the the B forty point of view, it seems like moving overseas sounds okay. You know, if you're all about the money, or or at least if you don't want to work so hard, have a decent life, chill life. Places like Malaysia, like Australia, UK, Sweden, the Scandinavian countries, it seems like not, it's, it's a good trade-off. Sure, you'll feel like an immigrant. You might feel like you don't belong, but you can always find a Malaysian community almost everywhere in the world. You can just hang out with them. In Australia, there's a massive, massive Malaysian community. It's hardly the case that you're going to feel super homesick anyway. You can probably get your nasi lemak and all that. Kalau kau nak berbual macam ni, memang ada orang yang boleh berbual macam ni kat situ. If you want to talk like this, there are also people who talk like this everywhere in the world. So, you know, a lot of people have traumatic experiences. I had one friend... This beautiful girl used to be my one of my close friends. Yeah, she was driving in a car and a motorcycle drove next to her, and then that guy smashed her window, car window, took her bag, and drove off. It traumatized her so much. Uh, she would tell me, "I hate Malaysia." She didn't cry, but it looked like her eyes were getting a bit watery. I hate Malaysia. I want to get out of here. I didn't agree with her at the time. I was like, what the fuck are you thinking like that? But when I think about that situation, I think now, I mean, when I think about that situation, now I think, I see where you're coming from lah. The crime here and all that. She studied overseas in the UK, had a fantastic life there. She could have gone and made decent money, but now she's stuck here with a career here. So I can see why she would want to move. Uh, on top of that, a lot of the women here like white dick. It's just the truth. And they're entitled to like as much white dick as they want. And there's white dick here, but there's so many white dicks over there. So 
If you like white dicks, you go over there and suck all the white dicks you want. Lah. You're free to do that if, if they let you in, you know. Put it on your borang. I want to suck white dicks. If you're going, if you if if um, if you want to suck transgender tits, put that on your borang too. I want to seek asylum in Australia because I want to suck silicone boobies while jer- jacking off a fleshy penis. Right, and uh, I hope. My analysis of this very complicated socio-economic uh, issue uh, is satisfactory for you. I uh, want to end the podcast episode already, but there are two more minutes. You know, I wish, uh, I mean, not I wish, I just feel like I need to even it out to 30 minutes. So let's talk about my day, I guess. Um, wow, I took a half day just to take care of Taylor, who was kind of sicky sick. Look, let me be honest, man. Um, if I did that a few months ago, I would have lost my shit, in, as in lost my temper from patience. Because, you know, I've got a career and all that. This is my time and all that. But I didn't get annoyed at all. I, I just took care of her. Then I went to work. I finished all my work in two to three hours. Thank fuck I'm not a lawyer anymore. After that, my mom calls me and she was like, Harith, can you pick up my card? And this uh, maintenance <laughs> And I'm like, Ma, uh, what time? She said, 4.30. I'm like, no, Ma, I want to leave the office at 5. Hurry, please, please help me. I, I, I'm busy. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck it. And on the way to that fucking place, there were so many red lights. And on the way back, there were so many red lights. I could have lost my shit, but I didn't. I fucking didn't. That shit would have made me so anxious. Uh, a few months ago, but because of therapy, I'm managing my temper, I'm managing my anxiety. It's helping. It's really helping. This episode's coming out on Friday. Uh, That is the day of my next session where uh, I've I've got a lot of anger with my mom, I think. Uh, You know, therapy, they make you think like, uh, you know, in the movies, you lie down on a couch and then you're just like, my mother never loved me. (laughs) It's, it's, It's not like that. At least uh, maybe my therapy is cheap. Lah. I don't know. But the place... I, it's not cheap. Lah, lah. I paid $250 an hour. Chibai. Fucking mental health. Mental health costs money, man. Fuck. Anyway. Uh, no, I, I was sitting across the table from this lady and she's just uh, listening to me be all uh, dysfunctional and shit. But this process is really helping me get through my... Whatever bullshit I'm going through. And I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but the stuff she recommended to me is uh, quite good. So if you're going through some shit, uh, think about it. All right, guys, that is the time for today's episode. Thank you so much for hanging out. Again, not promising three episodes a week. I'll speak to you whenever. Bye-bye.